Welcome, friends, to Mind Your Own Retirement, the podcast of Your Life Choices, the website, the e-newsletters. If you are not a member, then you should be. It doesn't cost anything, and there's a wealth of information on Your Life Choices. But this is the podcast of Mind Your Own Retirement with me, John Deeks, and the publisher for the first time in 2020, a Happy New Year to Kay Fallick. And to you, John. How was your New Year's Eve? Wild. Well, it, it always is at the Fallick household. No, we weren't there. We went down to the golf club at Flinders. Oh, beautiful. Where we go with our friends John and Geraldine. John cooks chilli mussels. Ooh. There is French champagne. Of course there is. And a lot of fun. Do you have any news resolutions? I do. Go on. Apart from riding a bike. To not learn how to ride a bike. You are going to learn how to ride And change a tyre. <laughs> to not learn how to change a tyre. Did you know, tire? everybody, that Kay does not know how to ride a bike? I think we do know this, John. And we it, spoke it to your dear friend last year. Michelle. And yes. uh, Michelle, who's, uh, who's a super cyclist, she's going to yep. teach you how to uh, go tandem. You and I could go tandem. No. Do you want no. to be, <laughs> do you be at the front or the back? <laughs> Thank you. But no. Oh, and I hope you change a tyre. Do you, do you know my mother listens to this podcast? Well, look, look, she does not want me does on she a know, bike. Does she know how to ride a bike? <laughs> she does, but well, she said no when I was five, and at my age, I don't think she no. wants me to try. See, that's the trouble now because my son has got one of those skateboards that have got little motors on them, and they go like the clappers. They really move. And I'm too frightened to fall over now because I know yeah, it's going to uh, hurt. Me too. It's I'm going, going to break a to bone. I'm going to break a bone. I I, won't do that. I don't want to do that. No. What about skydiving in 2020? You and me, do you want to be strapped to a man jumping out of an aeroplane? No. Which part? (laughs) The plane. Oh, yeah, fair (laughs) enough. Out of a helicopter. but A bungee jump in New Zealand. Get (laughs) Delabosca to organise it. For goodness sake. But someone who's in the room is going to talk to us about not breaking bones. (laughs) Woohoo! Are we talking about Troy Waite? I think we are. Welcome to you, Troy. <laughs> Say hello and then I'll explain who you are. Oh, Happy New Year and it's a pleasure to be here. And now, Troy Waite is, let me get some of this and you can fill in the blanks, the regional manager, customer value and development, looks after APRs, and I do a lot of APRs. This program brought to you by APR. You do it so well. Regionals branch network across Australia, passionate about providing quality customer service experiences, and recently celebrated his 50th anniversary, oh, sorry, 20th anniversary working with APR. You must be doing something right, son. Thank you very much. Oh, I I hope I am, but uh, I can tell you it's it's a brand that I just love. Well, look, that, that, that was a big rap, but in, you know, 10 words or less, what is it you really do? I look after the APA regional branches right around Australia, and we've got 16 of them. Okay. Well, look, um, we, we're going to ask you to be with us for the first half of this podcast because we need to know more about you and sure. APA and how it can help our, our wonderful uh, friends who are part of Your Life Choices. But, Kay Fallick, I want to talk to you right now about a new survey, Retirement Income Review. Explain to me what this is and why in 2020 it's important. Well, in a nutshell, John, we ran this survey at the end of last year and it's because the federal government is having a review into retirement income. So we've talked about this along the way. But because Your Life Choices will put a submission into the review, we felt it was important someone 
actually said what real retirees think. So now, look, can I just say that last year, I'm sure you had some influence in that robo-debt we uh, talked about it a lot. We talked a lot yeah, about it. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that uh, Your yeah. Life Choices did actually have a fair influence in part of the steam that got behind the change of government's policy. A, a, awareness that it wasn't working. Um, I think most of the heavy lifting really was done by pro bono lawyers mm. who understood the mechanics of the thing, but it was a point of law, interestingly, mm. which said yes. the onus of proof was not on Me. the individual, on yep. but it was on the person claiming that you had that debt. It's a very interesting point. So this now, your new, uh, dare I say, hobby horse, but uh, this now <laughs> re re review that My you'll topic. be... Your topic. <laughs> Expand on that, please. Okay. So the federal government is calling for submissions, reviewing retirement income, uh, talking to three pillars. What are the three pillars of retirement income, according to the federal government? It's the age pension superannuation, private savings slash including the house. Now, here's the big deal. Here's the really big deal. When we asked our members questions on this, we got 5,000 responses wow. to 51 questions. So wow. we went pretty deep. Yeah. But we said there are four pillars of retirement income, not three. We said the house is a separate pillar. And we said to our members, which pillar is the most important? House. The house. Yep. So you're not surprised, but I'm surprised that it wasn't split out in the review. Mm. Why is it buried under private savings mm. when it really is the main plank of most people's retirements. Well, you've got the uh, statistical proof now we in your have. survey. Troy, feel free to come in on any of this as well, please, if no you would like to contribute. So I, th I think the other really big takeout was the point of the review was to ensure Australians are fully supported by the Australian retirement income system. And when we said to our members, because we asked the, the plain questions, do you feel fully supported by the Australian retirement income system? Have a guess. I would say 20% said yes, 80% <laughs> said no. No. Well, 31 said yes and 69 no. said no. Now, here's the numbers. How many are on a full or part pension? About 70. Mm. How many are self-funded? About 30. Mm. Is there a correlation? I think so. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, look, I was just going to say as well, that it looks like there is a correlation there with those with those numbers and it's probably something that we see even in our line of work and branch network, the self-funded retirees versus the, the non-self-funded mm. retirees and pensioners and, and just... It's a different retirement, it, Troy. It is. It, it is. Yeah. What was another question you had? Uh, so what else we looked at was uh, what's not working. So if, if you don't feel supported, what is not working for you? And, I mean, look, we got so many um, sort of uh, anecdotal responses, but generally people said 
Centrelink doesn't work. We can talk to Hank about mm. this because I think we need to. We mm. need to talk, he, Hank. He, and Hank l- likes to get the feedback. He, he, he's very straight on this. Um, the age pension doesn't work and a lot of people feel it's simply too low. And uh, the rules of retirement are too complicated Complex, yeah. and they keep changing. So it's multifaceted, mm. um, but it's not working for 70% of people. Troy? Yeah, well, look, I've, I've got a mother who's probably in this position and, and you know, I know that we've recently had to navigate around or, or for me to help her navigate around some of these things and... You're seeing it firsthand. I'm seeing it firsthand, so... I... It's a hard role, Troy, to help a parent... Because, you know, we're, we're all adults and we like to make our own decisions. And I think sometimes as an adult child, you're asked for help and you can suggest a lot and then you get it all knocked back because something else happens. And you just have to really kind of grow up, don't you, and, and just keep yes. trying to help. Yeah. Yep, yeah, agree. So you've got all this information... We have. When when will you be making your submissions to government? They have to be made by the 3rd of February and we're very serious about this. So we've got uh, a few people... Are you going people. to Canberra for the, with us or...? Um, I think... Because you've made a few trips up there and yeah, <laughs> I banged think, on a few doors. I, I think that we might be part of a few people making a submission, watch this space. So right. I think we're looking... At a launch. Are we able to see the results of this uh, yet on uh, Your Life Choices website? Not until we've made our submission, okay. but we have shared this research with people who are serious in the space, who want to make a submission mm. and want real people feedback. Yeah, absolutely. So, and to us, it's so important not to be love a think tank, but some think tanks think a lot and they think what retirees want, and we're more interested in what real people tell us. Were you surprised at, just say again, how many respondents you had to your survey? I was just over 5,000. 5,000 people answered 50 questions. Now, that is a lot of information. I know, I know. I mean, statistically, you normally have to get about 1,700 for it That is a lot of information. Yeah. That is amazing. Um... Is there any way that uh, that sort of information can be of assistance to, to you? And will APA be working with government or working towards helping and changing policies? Or Well, I think, it's, I think that sort of information is... Your dialogue is, with the government? That sort of information is something that I think we'd find as, as gold in, in just even better trying to understand our mm. our customers and uh, you know and, and and the challenges they go through we, we get some of that firsthand as I've said in our branch network but um, but 5,000 respondents to 50 odd questions that's that's amazing well, that's... we are doing a lot of work with APA this year in in partnership and part of our partnership is sharing our findings so certainly there's a lot of good people in the company who Now um, the the other voice you're hearing is uh, Troy Waite who's the regional manager customer value and development uh, looking at uh, APIA's regional branches now um, specifically out in the regional areas how do you find that that uh, that the differences between what you encounter in regional areas to those in the city um, I think the, the the sort of things that 
our team get or the comments you know they get in, in dealing with our customers are probably the services that are available to them the the healthcare um, you know those sorts of things that probably our our city customers mm. um, have more access to um, it, it seems to be a common theme ar- around that that we hear um, and and our branch network tends to get customers that are a, a little bit older um, you know. 70, you're, 70 you're, plus. You're there, you're there for older yeah. Australians. I know that. I, I think interestingly we take for granted if you have a health crisis in the city, you can get to the ho- the hotel, excuse me, the hospital, um, your family can go with you and so on. And I know recently a, a cancer centre was set up in Warrnambool in regional Victoria because people were travelling for hours upon hours to get regular cancer treatment, which when you know you've got that problem, you, you're down and out enough with, without adding the financial hardship, the time mm. and being alone if your family can't mm. join you. It's tough. Oh, I was just going to say the, the, that, that component of family connections locally where, where people live especially regionally, mm. uh, a lot of their family do live in the cities or away from where our, our, you know, where our customers live regionally. So that's, that's another challenge to yeah. go through that themselves yeah. um, uh, that, that we certainly hear about. Troy, I'm seeing here something about stepping out. What, what is the stepping out program? Well, it's, it's probably a, a good segue what we were talking about there in terms of some of that connection that, that um, people need in their communities. So APIA Stepping Out, uh, it, it's actually a walking program that we've run in conjunction with the Heart Foundation of Australia. So the, the, the actual walking program that we do is pretty simple. Uh, we get our customers to meet at one of our APIA regional branch locations um, and they congregate, have a, have a chat and then go out for a walk for about an hour and then come back and sit around the our branch and have coffee, cake, but most importantly, they, they connect with each other. Mm. They have conversations. Um, it's there's, brilliant. There's that social it. component that's really important. You don't ride a bike, but you do walk. I walk. <laughs> I walk everywhere. You I walk, walk everywhere. But I like the sound of this program. It's, it's the health thing, but when Troy described it to us, I was more interested in the social connection mm. Which I think, if your mental health's up, the other bits you can manage. Yeah. But if your mental health's not so good, true. it's I, too tough. I, I agree, and, and and you know this is this is the the part about walking that I think is really important. Um, you know, walking makes you feel good. Um, you know, you could almost say it's a it's it's a bit of a drug in a way. It is absolutely, um, and and um, yep. a lot of people, uh, my mother-in-law, part of a walking group, and it's yes. just wonderful. Yeah, you know, walk, walking helps you, you. You know, it lifts your mood. It, it increases your esteem, you know self-esteem and and reduces stress levels. And I, I know I find that personally. You know, working nine to five or hours longer that sometimes you know that early morning walk at five thirty in the morning it can actually get you ready for the day. It gets clears your head. Did you say five thirty, Troy? Yes, there I, is a five thirty in the morning now, Kate. <laughs> Um, when did that start? Now you've uh, well, must have been <laughs> since this. This you've got a fabulous calendar out I, for 2020. I've, I've bought you some some samples Thank here that you, you so can much. you can uh, uh, have for free. Thank you. Um, but I think this really this showcases is going straight to the bathroom. This, uh, <laughs> this. I love it. No, seriously, I'm going to pab it up on the wall. 
Good. Well, there'll be a couple of times a day, maybe maybe more that that uh, you'll be able to to cross some dates and off. And some wonderful uh, shots of people all around Australia. These these are our walkers. These these are the customers that that we've connected up in our communities around those branches around Australia, that um, that have come to us that. We've been able to to connect. Um, you know, there's friends, there's husbands and wives, there's people in those communities by themselves that that don't have anyone because their families have moved away. There's people that um, have had health issues that their doctors have recommended get involved in a walking group. This should and be research, shouldn't it? Like, I'm sure there's people who'd be interested in doing the before and after benefits. We're, we're certainly seeing, and this is that, that connection with the Heart Foundation is that people through through the Heart Foundation app, they can track their walking steps. Um, and we've had plenty of examples, and I think there's even some in the, the calendar there, of people that have um, come along for our walks, their um, blood pressure was up a bit high, mm. and through their walking across the year, uh, they've gone back to the doctors and their blood pressure is lowered. The voice you're hearing is Troy Waite, who's the uh, regional manager for Custom Value and so much more for Apia, who are the leading over 50s insurance specialists and have been for over 30 years now. Uh, so it was a 10-year-old product, if you will, when you joined. What have you seen <laughs> change over the time? Because we have such a more ageing community. Yeah, you do. I, I, I actually, well, funnily enough, it's, it, it, is a, it is a more ageing community, but from when I started to what I see now, it's exactly what what you're looking at with these calendars and what we do as a part of our um, stepping out program with the Heart Foundation is that our people or, or people tend to be more active. Well, you in think the of community. like our, our parents just sort of sat and waited yep. or just just didn't do anything, but now we we we're encouraged to get out, go for a walk, and you know live our lives. And you're exactly right. And and I can tell you there is such inspiring stories that of why people get uh, involved with the walking groups um, how how they came about to get involved with the walking groups and it's it's exactly that point they're not sitting at home wallowing or or mm. you know concerned about their different situation but but they're getting out there and going you know what I, I really want to get fit I want to get active so if, if somebody wants to get involved in the APS stepping out program uh, how can they do this Troy they can do it by uh, checking out um, our website apia.com.au finding one of our branch locations yeah and then as simply as going to one of our regional branches and uh, registering for the walk and there's a goodies pack yeah in in, in some of our locations once you've completed a, a certain number of walks, We've got some uh, red shirts and we've got some little packs. There we go. There's the red shirts. They, yeah. look, they look pretty good. And I can you can imagine 20 or 30 people walking along with red shirts. Um, yeah, it looks are, like are, a protest around. movement. <laughs> do, do not There's, get in the way of 20 or 30 seniors uh, walking, mate. You, you get over to the other side of the street. Don't go overseas and walk together. <laughs> no, pro- probably not. But some of these locations you're seeing there, uh, yeah, we've got, we've got wow. parks, walks, it opened, beach It started walks. in Mandra down in, over in WA. Was it did. First one. Beautiful. But now they're Marucci and everywhere. You've got some fabulous Geelong. Shots. Uh, Geelong yes, we got yes. Geelong. Yeah, Mornington, which uh, you know we'll we'll try and get you to there, Kay. Oh, but um, I'm riding bikes and walking. There John. you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it with you, Kay. I'll do it with you. Seriously. There we go. But Absolutely. Can, but can we I could, just? We could go by boat. We could. Can I say, you know, the the 
you know, what we originally talked about, those connections that are being made um, as a part of the walking groups, um, they are so inspiring. As I said, you know, people that have been ill, people that are by themselves in the community that hear about us because their kids have moved away, they want to come back and reconnect with other people. And the friendships that have been fostered that we've seen since Mandurah launched a couple of years ago, um, and that sense of community that, that, we, we ultimately see brought about by these groups and people embracing others mm. that come into our walking groups is amazing. They help each other out. They invite each other out for coffee, you know, go to, go to dinners. Um, Connecting communities. It's, there, there is something Vitally that is important, isn't it, Kay? So, so strong. As you say, it. get the mental right and uh, everything can tend to follow. What we'll do to help everybody, are you ready for this? Get off on the right foot. This year, oh, sorry, she's on fire, everybody. She's on fire. Is we will uh, individually list every branch on our podcast page. Fantastic. So you don't have to die wondering if there's a regional office near you. Jeez, Kay. And just get out there, I say. Absolutely. Troy, more power to you, my friend. Thank you very much. This, is, you, this has been a wonderful opportunity Love to discuss Love to have you back program. in here, fella. Oh, I hope I get invited back. I've got about oh. 10 more questions which we didn't have time to get to, so please do Let's come do back. Let's do it next time. Have a great 2020 and keep walking. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank Troy you, Troy. Waite from uh, Apia, and uh, do check out the website or go to Your Life Choices website to see more. We'll be back with Leon Dallabosco. We're going travelling. Welcome back. It's Mind Your Own Retirement. It's the webcast of uh, our good friends at Your Life Choices. And if you are not a member, then you should. If you are a member, then you know the benefits you're getting. Please tell others as well. And don't forget to leave a comment. That's all important, isn't it, Kay? We like feedback, John. What a nice man that Troy Waite was. Yes. Interesting. But here's another nice man. Who's that? Oh, it's Leon. <laughs> Leon Delabosca, the travel god. He did a very good job co-hosting that last week. Did he? Oh, a little too good, I thought. Oh, I'd be very, okay, very good. Okay. okay, watching my back, John. Now, he knows all back. about travel. And uh, how many places did you go to last year, do you think? Uh, I did a little bit around Australia. I went to Fiji as well, which was fabulous. Um, geez, they're amazingly happy and fun people. And It's a carver, mate. Uh, you know, it's not. But, you know, that because that happens at the end of the day. What's their excuse all during the day? Well, they're um, living in Fiji. That's what it is. <laughs> look, the carver was a bit of fun, I must admit. Where um, else have you been? Uh, Canada I went last year, which was also great. Um, did a bit of roaming around by myself and then also on behalf of Destination Canada. And, um, and yeah, I sort of did some... Cans with Sundays, maybe? Last year? No, that was right at the end of the year before. Was it? Last year was um, a, a little bit around Victoria and, and Melbourne and... Um, overseas a couple of times. But, yeah, this year hopefully I, um, I'll get out a little bit more. And before you plan your travel this year, Leon, you'll probably be inspired by our top travel articles for 2019. Yeah, I, I love it. Every every year I go through all of the um, destination articles that we write and see what inspired our members. And uh, and this year was a lot of people sort of poo-poo star signs and... and um, horoscopes and things, but the top-clicking article this year was where to go based on your star sign. Good heavens above. Hmm. Really? No. So, I've never heard of that. Do you like me to tell you where to go, John? Yeah. Well, well everybody else does. Uh, I'll tell you where you should have gone last year. I'm a Torian. <laughs> you are a Torian. You are a loving, warm-hearted, 
and you enjoy being <laughs> self-indulgent. Does that sound oh, like you? Oh, that definitely. That is, yes, in one. They have you nailed, don't they? Yeah. Um, so for you, luxury B&B in a wine region, ideally in France. Thank you. Ding. What about uh, Madam? Okay, here is a Cancerian. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm a Scorpio. Wow. <laughs> Let's blind that. Okay. Well, uh, more research to but be done. But if, if my star sign was cancer. Uh, you know what? I remember where you should go. I think it was somewhere it weird. It was Albania. <laughs> I think that's why I was giving you cancer. Uh, On a bike. I, I'll, I'll go the, the cancer in the English Midlands. Do you want to you trade? No, no, Albania. I'm up for it. Albania, riding what, a bike. What will I do there? Riding a bike. Absolutely. In my lycra. Goody. <laughs> Goody. And where will you go, Leon? Um, well, supposedly I love peace, tranquility and well, romance. On, what, what star sign? Oh, I'm a Libran. Okay. I thought you could guess. Okay, go on. Yeah, no, I'm a Libran. No, I don't know. What, uh, what do Librans do? Uh, we're all about the balance. Yeah, right. Scales. Well, where are you going? Where uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, not too sure about this. I like where, you know, where they want to send me, a balance of busy and quiet, art and culture and food and maybe a little bit of shopping, but not so much the latter. Yeah. They want to send me to Norway. My stars want Beautiful. me to go to Norway. Beautiful. Yeah, Northern Lights. Not, what, yeah. what are you frowning for? What's wrong with Norway? What do you got against Norway now, mate? Better than Albania. It's not, <laughs> I was going to say, it's not. No, Frankston. Norway, Nor- Norway, Norway does sound fantastic, I must admit. Uh, and maybe one day. It's, yeah, it's probably one of those just on the outside of my list countries. But, okay, um, now I want to travel to in 2020. Surprised. What articles should I be going to? What uh, are the best websites apart from on your life choices? Where else should I be going? To what? To travel? Yeah. You should want, only be to... going to your life choices, John. There's, there's f- one website what will I in find? the world and what? it's ours. Yeah. What, what will I find on your life choices? Well, we every week we tell you about destinations. Uh, we talk about how to, how to go there on a budget, mm. how to see the best of these destinations. One of the things that came up in the travel articles last year is our members love insider tips. They love local knowledge and... The, I would say the over, overarching secret or the overarching theme of last year's articles that really inspired our members was the secrets, the best kept secrets and the, and the insider tips and the local knowledge. And, you know, when I go places, I'm always talking to locals and, and quite often I'll, 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 I'll find out directly from them where they go. I can only see so much while I'm there. They've lived there all their lives. And these are the sorts of um, articles that we love putting together for our members and the ones that really get good traction with our members so you know, let's reveal some secrets, Leon. Oh, okay. Talking secrets. So the Aussie town um, that topped the list. That was Margaret River. Wow. And the southwestern Australia region. Probably mm. not surprising. Yep. Um, beautiful spot. The Good. number three most clicked destination article last year were Liv's tips for the five most walkable cities in the world. Beautiful. Yeah. And she says Florence, Hoi An, Paris, Jerusalem and Buenos Aires are the most walkable cities. So tick, tick, tick. I love yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Um, New Zealand had a, uh, a secret wine region uh, called Waitaki. Um, th- there are other parts the, of New is Zealand. Is that the north that, part of the South Island? Yeah. Uh, now you got me. Yes, Googling. I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Um, you know, Marlborough, Marlborough yeah, is, that's, that's is one of their famous yeah. sort of wine regions. Uh, Waitaki yeah. has really taken off in the last couple of years. 
Um, they were celebrating 200 years of wine in New Zealand last wow. year. So that is yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know this because the fir- the guy who planted the first vine kept a diary. How cool is that? Good on him. <laughs> that they've been able to find. Um, South Australia's best kept secret was the fifth highest clicking article last year, and that is the York Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, number six was one of my favourite articles from the year. Was the affordable Michelin dining article? Yeah. Now, I that one. yeah, where do you think you'll find affordable Michelin dining? A dish for six dollars, John. A Michelin rated dish, a dish for six dollars. Where, where do you think that is? Singapore. Mm, close. Hong Kong. Yeah. And it's not just one place either. Isn't it a food market? It's a food store? It was a something or... Uh, it's a little dim sum store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hong Kong. Every time I work on Hong Kong content, I get hungry. It just makes me hungry. Their food over there looks phenomenal. Oh, it's on the South Island, Waitaki. Okay. Thank you, Kay. There fact, we are. Okay. fact checker. That's what I'm here for. That's and, right. And... Uh, so to wrap up the segment, um, can people, uh, our members who would like to get in touch with you, they can do that? Of course. We love hearing about where you want to go and we'd love to... Um, and where you've been. Where you've been as well. Yeah, send us your stories. Why not? Photos up. Dear Leon, I'm thinking of going on a cruise. I'd like to go somewhere. So no, and you can help them out and... Absolutely. Oh. Send your questions or your stories to newsletters at yourlifechoices.com.au. And, We've also and we'll got a lot of um, travel... Q&A that has been gathered over the years and it remains relevant. Leon Delabosca can be contacted at uh, Your Life Choices, the website, of course, uh, .com.au. Uh, Leon, safe travels in 2020 and I uh, look forward to, uh, to finding out more of wonderful places you're going and have been to, sir. Thank you, John. You too. All right. Um, stay with us because uh, we're going to go out with a nugget. A nugget? A, a nugget, nugget from... To- to start the year? Yeah. How much of your brain do you use? Oh, 20%? Well, the common thinking is we use 10% of our brain. And is this the same for male and female? <laughs> go on, go on, go on. As if Come I on. would answer yeah, that with yeah, a straight yeah. face. Yeah, no, you yeah, can't yeah. trick me. I'm here to trick you. Okay. So the points, we commonly believe we only um, use 10% of our brain. So the fact is, if that was true, if people had brain injuries, then maybe they could still function absolutely 100% Yeah, but it depends what part of the brain gets hurt. Of course it does. But the fact, John, the fact on the table is we use all of our brain. So why do we think that we don't use 90%? It came from 19th century psychologist William James, but it was picked up by Dale Carnegie in How to Win Friends and Influence People back in 1936, and it's just gone into common folklore that we're only using 10%. And a lot of people who are kind of motivational and new age will tell us, oh, you're only using 10%, switch on that other other part. Um, Sorry, that's bad news. You're already using it all. Can you use it better? I don't know. I've (laughs) I've got the brain of a golden retriever. (laughs) Faithful. A faithful brain. When's dinner? No better than... Can we go for a walk? (laughs) A hungry, faithful brain. (laughs) Can we we go for a walk? And when's dinner? Use your brain. Yeah, and I'll just start scratching. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea what that nugget was about. Absolutely. Use your brain, John. Oh, (laughs) that's what it is, Leon. 
it's about time. <laughs> I do know something, folks, that you should be part of Your Life Choices, the website and the e-newsletter, and we'll see you next time, if I've still got a job, for Mind Your Own <laughs> Retirement. See you next time, everybody. Au revoir.